Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to the Friday Special, a podcast by Guitar Nerds. Now for 2020, the Friday special series is going to be running every week and each week I'll have a new guest from the world of guitars, amplification and effects pedals. We'll have brands, producers, musicians, etc. I'm your host, Joe Branton, joined this week by my co-host, Matt Knight. Hello there. And from Old Blood Noise Endeavours, Brady Smith. Hello. Hello. Ah, yes. Wonderful. Thank you very much for coming on the show, Brady. It's great to have you on board. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's a fun Friday experience. (laughs) Yes. All the way from Oklahoma, right? That's correct, yeah. Yeah. Bang in the middle of America. Bang in the middle. That's right. Most of our Friday specials tend to be, um, well, sort of tending to be with people in the US of A. And I'm going to have to improve my my geography because I don't know where anything is. Um, And my time zone... Uh, knowledge is also mm. terrible, which uh, which is making it tricky for me to arrange things appropriately for people. But that's good. We're, this one's in the middle. I'll try and commit that to memory. Yeah, yeah and red, also red a very odd Texas. shape of a state. <laughs> yeah, it's like a uh, frying pan kind of. Yeah, you you kind of have this just this one sort of rectangle block in the top corner that's sort of like. I'm guessing yeah. was tagged on from like hundreds of years ago for some bizarre reason. <laughs> Yeah, who it's called the Panhandle. I've never actually been to that area, but yeah, it's just a super thin strip that goes probably half, you know, half as long as the rest of the state. So well, that makes sense. Why wouldn't you want some sort of uh, Panhandle on it? <laughs> true. I wonder what's there. Plateaus, <laughs> I think. And and just above Texas, right? Yeah, that's probably yep. your nearest, biggest, closest sea. Yeah, we're wedged between Texas and Kansas, uh, so right, right there in the kind of south, kind of southeast, kind of Midwest. I don't know. Well, well, there you go for for listeners who aren't um, U.S. based. Uh, you just got a little <laughs> bit of geography at the start of your uh, Guitar Nerds episode. Um, but yes, this week, this week, obviously, we have Brady from Old Blood Noise Endeavors. Maybe. The most creative name ever for an effects pedal brand. Um, it's definitely an interesting one. Um, what, what? How did you come up with the name Old Blood Noise Endeavors? Yeah, it, it definitely elicits some uh, 
some visual stimulus. Um, I don't know. We we kind of uh, so my partner Seth and I uh, we we run the business together and kind of handle different different parts of it. He's like the creative area, and I'm sort of uh, more of the I have more of a background in like production and and building pedals and and stuff like that. So we spent a lot of time before we started the company just sort of throwing around weird names and trying to figure out the ideal circumstance and vision for a company that we would run ourselves. And um, I think old, old blood is sort of like a cheeky, cheeky wink to uh, young, young blood. The idea of somebody being kind of green at something. Right. Okay. By that point we had, we had worked for like two or three companies. Um, I, I had been at Keeley and Walrus and he had worked, uh, with me at Walrus and at this place called Mammoth Electronics, which was a parts distribution. Oh, right. So you've kind so, of done sort of the, the cornerstones of other sort of weirdly named pedal, um, yeah. Yeah, all right. all in Oklahoma, all based around this little area. So yeah, I, I was going to say because I, I know that Oklahoma, um, in terms of pedal geography, um, rang a bell with me because yeah, Walrus Audio are from the same. Well, I, I guess are they like near you? <laughs> yeah they they were based uh, in Norman when I when I worked there, and then they've moved up to Oklahoma City. So Norman is just a suburb of OKC. Um, right, so it's about ten or fifteen minutes to the north. I see. I see. So that was the. So that was we had the old blood um, explanation. Yeah. What about the noise endeavors then? So we, uh, Seth and I, collectively, um, sort of lean more towards discordance. I guess <laughs> things <laughs> things that are not as musically pleasing and for everybody so noise kind of you know i think if you look at like the earthquaker devices uh, naming so one of the larger larger companies that are out there we're like all right that's that's great earthquaker devices um earthquaker could be you know whatever you want to associate with it earthquakes or or not i don't even think of earthquakes anymore but and then devices just kind of captures that it's like these these tools these types of yeah. things it's and it's it's definitely there's there's a there's a sort of level of expression to to a name like that that i think you have with your own as well it just opens up doors it makes it so much more than just effects pedals yeah we with the uh, implementation of the word endeavors, like that was very intentional, probably more thought out than the other parts of it in that, you know, we, we didn't know, like we're going to start out with guitar pedals, but who knows, who knows anything, especially now, you know, yeah. like what, maybe we'll be making music. Maybe we'll be doing like uh, video projects. Seth and I both have, a little bit of a he has a, a larger video background than i do but um we're i like we're that you've afforded that. yourself that that flexibility in the company that's uh that's very cool yeah we we just thought that at some point we'll probably want to make something that's like not a guitar pedal so yeah let's just call it and we'll try so call it an endeavor 
Well, well certainly the, the company has has kind of it already sort of moved out of, and this was going to be a later question, but we'll go for it right now. The you, You've already sure. moved out of just doing effects because you, you did the Old Blood Noise Endeavours, the Tape Club releases, which I don't think I've ever seen anyone... You know, do anything like that in the in the effects world. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was an early on goal. I mean, so I guess just going from the beginning, like Seth and I have played music together. That's like in an ideal world, we'd be able to create music and perform music and uh, make money doing that and live the type of life uh, with our family that you'd be able to do with any other job, you know? But either because of because the world isn't that way or lack of talent or whatever, um, that's not the case for us. So we, we started this company. We had other jobs that are based around the music industry. And um, at the heart of that is, like, the desire to make music. Um, so the tape club was was sort of a way for us to cheaply put out music by our friends and ourselves and, you know, not make any money out of it, but, but just kind of have a, uh, a platform to point people towards different music that we liked. So, and to uh, clarify for, for listeners who, who j- just to clarify what it, what it is, this tape club is you releasing cassettes of music, cassette EPs of, uh, of largely local bands. Yeah. Yeah. So two song, two song cassette tapes. Um, and you know, they're pretty cheap. They're like five bucks and we split, actually we get them made and then we split the amount of tapes with the artist and they take them can do whatever they want. And then we've got half that we can sell. And it's just, it's fun to, um, to see what songs come out of that. A lot of them, especially at the beginning, cause the original goal was to do 12 tapes in 12 months. So put one out a month. And I think that it wound up taking us like, close to three years to put out 12 (laughs) like we we had really good momentum to start i think the first four months we had put out four tapes or something and then after that it was it was really hard um but yeah like so guys at the shop everybody's everybody's band has put out a tape and then um yeah we still have a lot of them so (laughs) <laughs> I thought it was a it was a it was a great sort of noble effort and a really cool interesting thing to do like something that no one else is doing. But you know you yeah. mentioned that you and Seth obviously play play music together and of course at the at what was the end of last year the end of 2019 you you put out a um an old blood noise endeavors presents release um which was all the music that previously you'd had on on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, we so I don't know how we kind of fell into this pattern, but uh for each pedal that we we would put out, we would treat it like a almost a music release or like a a uh, like you were putting out a video or a film or something. Um uh, where we would try and create a song and a 
a visual experience that went along with it that was entirely unique to the pedal. Um, you primarily used the effect from the pedal um, and was constructed all around it. And they sort of just turned into these weird performance songs uh, somewhere along the way. So, yeah, late last year, we decided to start editing those in a way that made sense for you to be able to listen to them uh, through, like, Spotify or just or buy them. I don't know. But it sort of turned into a musical project in and of itself, which is kind of fun. Yeah, that's that's great. I, mean, I I thought it was absolutely fantastic. It was exactly the sort of um, weird ambient instrumental music um, that I'm interested in. And and then to have you know have these an individual effect pedal that's that's kind of the centerfold of that and is the guiding um, character of the of each track was really interesting. It was like the most in depth way to experience a a product demo. I think <laughs> you know of anything. Thank you. That's oh, I mean that's what we're we're going for. I th- I think for as many people that get that, there's just as many that tell us like, hey, this is cool, but I don't know what the pedal does. Based on <laughs> song you video. can't please everyone i think that's always yeah. the uh and we're we're like well everything you hear is what it does like it's that's literally it it's this is how we would use it this is how we'd write a song this is us writing a song with this pedal and yeah. people are still like uh yeah but nah. what is it <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's fine but the yeah. it's not it's it's kind of not the only unique um approach that you take because uh, i guess old blood noise endeavors you you also take a very unique approach with um with artwork and um and also with presets we've spoken me and matt have spoken about this before haven't we matt when we got mm. we, we we got the fault years ago yeah, so when we when we got the fault, I think one of the when we did the video demo, one of the first things we noticed was the the manual kind of turned into a poster, which we thought was really cool. I mean, everyone loves um, free extra added value into the into their into their purchase <laughs> rather than a chunky manual, and that all the presets were presets that the people that had designed them were like, this is the sound that I like, and it instantly made the pedal feel like more familiar it made it kind of instantly more accessible i mean um rather than having a written preset that's like this is a hard rock tone this is a this is a punk pop tone it was uh oh this is just the way i use it it, and i like to use it was that something that you decided to do from day one or did that kind of um did that sort of evolve over time i mean obviously you must have made a very conscious effort with the artwork from from day one to go this is this is our our visual look. This is our style. Yeah, I think I, I think everything sort of evolves or builds on itself. But we definitely start our starting point uh, was to work with um, different artists to construct, you know, an image or a personality for each pedal that could kind of become its own thing, and. And that's how you navigate that with different artists, you know, because they're it's professional relationships, not necessarily 
I don't, we don't know most of the people that we've worked with. Um, we just reach out and it's kind of a cold call, like working together situation. So really, so that, and, and they're often different people as well. Yeah. Yeah. We, we've had a few repeats, um, just in that the aesthetic sort of, it felt like it, it could match. So like the, there's a guy named Garrett Young who has done the procession. So that was like our third pedal. Yeah, the the reverb that's got a um, a hold function on it. Yeah, yeah, and he did the artwork on that, and then but the artwork uh, on that's just a, a line of people um, sort of dissipating into the back. It's very, um, and, and it's and it's it's just two tones, isn't it? Just the shadows of the people. Yeah, yeah, it's sort of um, Dune, like the the book movie inspired really? science oh, fiction. That's really inspired. cool. And um, and then he did the artwork for the Dweller and more recently the uh, Visitor. So, oh, I like the artwork for the Visitors. That's your that's the newest parallel multi modulator. Right, that's the yeah. one. It's got a, a kid on the front. Yeah, that, that right with a cap. Yeah, and so the the artwork for both of those things, and even in concept, like those two pedals uh, were sort of like uh, related to each other. So we were like, let's. Let's let uh, Garrett sort of complete his vision for this story. So he made up a whole story and comic strip for the Dweller, and then that actually leads into the Visitor. There's one for the Visitor too. So there's all oh, this wow. background that kind of creates like, like you don't need to know it to no, that's, enjoy that's the fantastic, pedal. Fantastic though that you, there's this additional art that's being created with every one of these. That's uh... It's That's like a fun, cool. yeah. It's a fun background story. Um, the yeah, the Mondo Green was another one with that that stands out to me as having really interesting different artwork. Yeah, weird name and weird sort of melting face that doesn't. Yeah. You know so, what is it? What does it all mean? I don't know. It just. <laughs> well, I mean, but, maybe we should that that. Sorry, go you ahead. know. Going, no, going on from from artwork is, um, you know, like I said, the first pedal that we did was was the fault. I mean, you know, just kind of going back to the story of how it all started and 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 you know, you working in other pedal manufacturers. What what was the first spark? I mean, did you leave both leave at the same time and go right? We're we're doing pedals now. Did you have ideas while you're working at these other places? And and what was the first design to really come out of that? Uh, sure. I, uh, so I, I started at Keeley Electronics, I think in 2009, uh, with no, no background in building effects or anything. So I, I just sort of started as a, um, technician building. I think I was modding pedals, uh, doing the Keeley mods on like boss stuff and Ivaness stuff for a while. And then eventually uh, was building like compressors and at the time the phaser and um, some different stuff there. And then in 2011, I left to help uh, an investor start Walrus Audio. It was a, a guy I knew wanted to put some money into the pedal industry and um, wanted to work with me. So I went and tried to get that company going and had more of a taste of like the management side of it 
um, as well as like building and trying to build up a team to do design and production and all that stuff. And pro as that kind of grew, uh, the, I would say the vision of like what I felt capable of doing and what the owner of the company wanted was a little bit different. So towards the end of 2013, 2014, I was really thinking about all the ways that, you know, if I, if I had my own company, what would that mean? If I was the one making the calls, um, what, what would it look like? And, and then I partnered up with Seth, um, who I had worked with at, at Walrus, but also had played music with and, um, was just a close collaborator and appreciated his uh, cre his creative sensibilities as well as like what he's able to create with um, a keyboard, a guitar, and some effects pedals. So, um, yeah, we took we not took ideas, but we sort of started really trying to form what it would look like coming out of our brains. And I don't know, you, you take for granted how many steps that really is like being yeah. this far removed. That was 2014. So six years ago. So you, um, so you actually kind of came into it with sort of no engineering knowledge at all when it came to pedals. So I'm guessing you're in terms of the business, you're, you're more of the analog side because not all your pedals are analog and, guessing you, you you delve into to dsp um as as well and your digital yeah. stuff is done in-house as well yeah so my background was more like my years at keely and walrus i um i was kind of schooled more on the analog side and a little bit of basic development stuff i had worked on projects uh as i was leaving walrus to develop some of their digital stuff with some outside contractors, outside designers. And so my starting point with uh, Old Blood was on that digital platform, which now is known as the uh, Spin FV1. So it's a, a popular uh, yes. digital platform for you know, small. Yeah, something to be honest, we as guitar nerds haven't talked about much. I know um Stefan uh Fast who does uh the the um the pedal zone um did a whole a whole video on it because it's a, a popular platform for people out there to, to to build upon, right? Yeah, yeah. It's e easy to get into and then you can do a lot with it. And it's a good like stepping stone to uh more more in depth platforms as well. And so. Um, so was the was the fault the very first pedal in in the entire range, or was there something oh. before that? That was the first one that we definitely saw. Yeah the uh, the Black Fountain oil candelay was the first, right? And so we started with that out the gate with the sort of digital platform that we could build on, and um, you know, being really our our model was that if we could come up with a solid platform and design, you know, five or six different pedals on that platform, 
we could afford to make those things rather than having to, uh, I don't know, carry inventory for six totally unique and different designs. We just didn't have the right the, fu- the pockets for it, you know? Right, okay. So, yeah, it sort of allowed you to have a platform that you could sort of build upon and, you know, take it, yeah. take it from there. Yeah. And, uh, sorry. sorry, go on. Oh yeah. So that, that's sort of our, where we started. We dabbled in some different analog designs along the way, the haunt, uh, the fault, and then some of the utility stuff. But, um, most, most of the stuff up until like 2017 or 2016 or 17, um, used that original platform. And then at that point we, we kind of started getting a little more out of the box. So, I mean, how many people do you have with you now? Like, I mean, do you, I mean, where, and actually, I guess maybe rather than us, I mean, where do the ideas come from with, with the team? Do you have someone who's just like, I'm just going to sit down and program a bunch of stuff and see what you can make out of it? Or, um, you know, do you sort of have like, sessions where you just get together and throw out a bunch of ideas or have you got a very clear idea of where you want to be you know three or five or ten years down the line yeah so yeah the five-year question that's so scary um and it it always has been like it's so much easier to think about the next six months than yeah like how everything's going to be doing in five years or where like technology and developments are and like yeah, we can we can try and well, I don't need to. Long long story short, I've I'm still trying to come up with that answer. But <laughs> uh, as of now, we've we've got nine of us working at Old Blood. Um, we have Seth and I. Uh, Seth is the creative director and co-owner, and I am primarily doing uh, sales and CFO and. I don't know, just kind of keeping keeping stuff going and chiming in on some design stuff, idea-wise, big picture-wise. But um, after that, we've got Isaac Nelson is our production manager and handles repairs, handles um, the analog side of design now. And he is formerly of... Um, Mammoth Electronics and Keeley Electronics. So I've worked with them at both of those places before. And Dan, Dan Piacek. And this is does, this uh, is Dan from YouTube as well. This is Dan yes. Explains. This yeah. is the, the very informative, very well-spoken Dan from our video series. <laughs> uh, he's our digital designer now. So Right. Oh, wow. And Dan... Uh, was um at mammoth i mean i don't i don't want to speak too much for dan but he he worked at uh mammoth electronics doing like parts as a parts specialist and inventory stuff and then when we had the need we were able to bring him on to help us sort of organize i I think it was like 2015 maybe um you know Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. To help us get out of the small two guys in a shop mentality uh, where, where we had systems for reordering and finding better pricing and all the stuff. So he came on doing that. And then in 2017, I think he took, he wanted to take a swing at designing some stuff. <laughs> he wanted to take a swing at designing some stuff. And he was so much better at it than I ever could have been. <laughs> like from day two, it was insane. And so it's, it's been really awesome to see him, um, like he, initially he latched onto the FV1 design process and, and all of that. And then as of the last year or so, we've been really trying to figure out what the next platform is and how to expand the designs. And he's, he's just all over it. He's great. Wow. Yeah. Listener, if you haven't seen the Dan Explains uh, YouTube series for Old Blood Noise and Devil's Pedals, um, he's it, it, an excellently informative and really kind of makes what, what people could consider to be a complicated pedal very, very easy and straightforward to understand. Yeah, he's, he has a communications degree. Um, that so that he's probably just, helps. <laughs> he's, he's great at writing copy. He's great at just managing systems and like he's very orderly yeah dan's dan's an ace i mean yeah I'd, i'll say that everybody that works for us is is kind of uh kind of an ace so i, I imagine with with still sort of like a, a you know a pretty close-knit team um that yeah. kind of everyone almost has to be someone who's going to not just carry their weight but really kind of punch above it especially when you look at um, the things that Old Blood have put out, and you know, just what what a, a continued success story your brand um, your your brand is is seeming to be. Um, and another range that I'd love to talk about is the is that you mentioned briefly the utility stuff. Um, yeah, I thought that yeah. was a great because that that's a, am I right in thinking that's a more recent thing? I certainly I think I bec- first became aware of it with the expression slider, but um, yeah, so we've kind of we're still putting more things out that, that fall into that utility category. So that kind of came about in 2017, I think. 
with the headphone amp, the EQ buffer, and the ABY. We like put all right. three of those out at the same time. Right. So the expression slide is the only addition to that since then. That and the um, the signal blender technically oh, right. falls into that okay. too. And it's sort all of those are sort of priced. Uh, they're priced lower. They're you know, aesthetically a little bit simpler. And... Just gone for part of the old Blood Noise Endeavors logo on all of those. And yeah, I guess yeah. It, with the exception of the the three band EQ, um, they're all they're all white. Just just a simple white pedal with the with the old Blood Noise Endeavors eye on the front. It's a lovely sort of utilitarian look for a range of pedals and and a really interesting range of stuff. Like the expression slider especially. You know, the the headphone amp, the ABY switcher, these are things that, you know, yes, these are utilities that 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 people make. That's fine. I understand those. The expression slider, that was something a bit different. Yeah, that um that was a real surprise. So that was a Seth McCarroll idea. Um back for a little while like probably late 2018 into 2019 and he was sort of uh trying to get us to put it together really um just in terms of like okay well here's the idea isaac can you get me a case drilled out and then what does it take to what do we need this what size slider etc etc so we kind of drug our feet on it except seth kept pushing for us to make it because we were like i was unsure really what it would do or like who would be that interested in it and it's like we've sold a thousand of them or something (laughs) (laughs) in less than a year and it's crazy they're so cheap and yeah, I mean, easy it's, it's to a, just throw. It's a forty dollar pedal. It's it's something that that you know is is accessing anyone with any expression input on any pedal now has the ability to do it with a slider. It's a convenient footprint to go on pedal boards. Perfect for the sort of people that are going to want to do this sort of thing because it's it's you know let's face it, it's for people who are super nerdy about pedals and are going to have a big pedal board. Matt Knight, you've you've even got one committed to your. Board. I have, I have, yeah. Um, that and and a and a minim, and it's yeah, it's wicked. Nice. I, I think it's expression pedal is something that I don't want to use all the time, but it's nice to have some expression in there um and one guy who i've i've, I've seen use it recently is uh and i, I don't know if i'm pronouncing his surname right it's andy oath thing the, the guy that does like all the the offling does all the ambient stuff yeah like he's got a yeah. couple on his pedal board and he's using it to like mix between different signal feeds and stuff and yeah i think it's just it's a really nice way of being creative without taking up a bunch of space and you know spending a bunch of um cash i funny enough i i had something similar from from way back um can't remember the name of the brand they don't exist anymore and they they did something called the peep which was a expression pedal that was light sensitive um which was cool but the problem was is that the 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 photo cell was it was basically the expression pedal was in reverse there was no polarity switch so it was always like open Full so you on had to kind until of, you covered it yeah, up. Until you, yeah, until you closed it off. So I think this is just like, you're not necessarily going to like kick it around all the time. It's there for like, for example, on the minimum, I'm using it to control the, you know, the wet to dry ratio in, mm-hmm. in terms of the um, 
the octave up, for example. So, you know, it's it's just for those like subtle touches that allow you to add a bit of creativity. I think it's a, a really killer design and the size obviously means that you don't have to <laughs> you don't have to just have one you could probably have a couple um especially yeah. when you've got chase bliss pedals for example that that take um expression it doesn't take up a bunch of additional space yeah and it, i think i think one of the one of the interesting things about the expression slider is that there's there's just a large demographic of uh presentation so there's a lot of social sharing about what how you're using your stuff which is yeah. like there's a lot of tabletop videos and it's it's a little more fun a little more um tactile i That's guess an to, excellent to, point yeah to use that slider when you're showing somebody something uh through instagram or through whatever whatever means um, yeah than just turning a knob. So I I feel like that's that's where a lot of that interest is and, and it's awesome. It's like Seth it's one of the things we talk about once a week. Like Seth knew this thing that none of us knew. And and also like pushed <laughs> for it to happen and then it took off way more than we ever expected. So yeah. Uh, so um, one of the other uh, products I, I just sort of briefly mentioned while we're talking about that was obviously Chase Bliss. So I guess one thing we should talk about is also the the fact that you were involved in in the mood, which was yeah. um, one of our sort of um, for picks for last year because you designed the 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 kind of the wet side, right? The kind of the side with the delay and the and the reverb and the the slip. So how how did that sort of all come about, and how did you? approach it i mean did you know what the final design was going to be or did you just kind of have to go in and like design a pedal as though you were designing one of your own and just gave it to joel and the team there and no that that was a um it was a really fun fun process to work with joel and the the whole chase bliss um infrastructure and and team and then also to get to know david rollo who did the the other side, the um, sort of sampling side of the mood? Yeah, um, he's amazing and funny and brilliant, and and so we we just had a. I feel like there's a lot of what happens with Chase Bliss stuff, uh, projects or events or whatever. It's very like there's a lot of camaraderie. There's a lot of like it's about the team and it's about the experience and. And then hopefully that creates a, a really good product. And and that was the mood. Uh, let's see. Winter Nam 2019. So January of 2019. Um, we went over one night. Seth, maybe Dan and I, or maybe just Seth and I. And Blake. Yeah, Seth, Blake, and I. We went to hang out at the Chase Bliss Airbnb. Chase Bliss Airbnb. Sorry, I'm stumbling over my words. And um, just started talking about a potential project. Like Joel had done collaboration product projects uh, like the Dark World, the Reverb Sides with Cooper and uh, yeah. Keeley and things like that. And so we were like, yeah, we want to do one. That's so fun. Like, 
that's great. You guys, we don't make high, um, highly technical products like that, like Chase Bliss does. So yeah, let's be a part of it. It's so cool. And, um, it just kind of formed from there. Like Andy Othling was, was in the design process for really for mood. That's where that whole thing, the name came from. Everything sort of formed from that. He like provided a lot of input and atmosphere and uh, input into what it should do. Knobs provided a lot of input into what it should do. Um, it was just a, a big collaborative process. And a lot of that was worked out through uh, the Slack app application. So Right, okay. Yeah, so like the actual <laughs> workspace. It, it was just, it was a really fun uh, four or five months of, you know, everybody talking and being plugged in five days a week uh, on this ongoing project. Somebody would do something or su suggest something like, a design implementation. And then the next day they would post a video of that thing implemented on a proto board, you know? And so you kind of got to see whether you were involved or not with each part of the process, you got to see how um, everything come together and, and everybody sort of like put their, their spin on it and their That's, fingerprint it, on it so it's such incredible testament to like the u.s um like boutique pedal community at, at the moment as well that something that collaborative and that creative could be could be put together what what a wonderful thing to get to be a part of yeah no i agree and i i think that you know it's not exclusive to just stuff that joel does but i think joel facilitates uh, that attitude of like, yeah, I I want you to be a part of this, and and you're worth your your part of that is worth exactly what what you want, you know. He's like, it's a good mixture of uh, honest friendship and good business. So that's very cool. That's I can't, very cool. Can't say enough good things about him. Now there is there's there's one there's one more pedal that that we obviously we, we have to talk about and it's kind of two more pedals I guess because uh, we um, guitar nerds run a gear of the year series at the end of every year where we round up all the all the things that we loved the most from each year and one of the things that immediately got put through um, by uh, one of our hosts Mark Packham was the Rever. <laughs> which of course we then had to quickly change to be the the minim. Um, because the Rever didn't didn't continue in production until the uh, till the end of last year, but um, one absolutely fantastic reverb delay, the uh, the minim. I mean, I know I appreciate that they're different and that the the minims just included some you know some of the aspects of the of the sure. Rever. But Matt, which one did you get? You've got the minim, right? I've now? got the minim. Yeah, right. And and Mark has the Rever, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We... I mean, it's it's a great product. It really is. Thanks. Thanks. We, um, that was, that was strangely another collaboration, I guess, project that we did with, um, our friends. They're called Data Choir Sounds and it's, it's, um, Kathy and Summer, um, 
a couple from Brooklyn that makes music and does different different projects, demos, all sorts of stuff, and then has has different day jobs and um, they've just been friends for a long time and had a vision for a sound and doing a pedal together and and kind of figuring out this short-term collaboration pedal. And um, that's what the Rever became. And, and it was sort of, uh, it was a little bit open-ended, but we, I think we had in our mind that like, let's see, let's see how this goes for like a year. Um, we'll, we'll try like 11 or 12 months and, and kind of see how we both feel about it. And, and at that point, um, I think Kathleen Summer had had just, they were just really busy with work and had some different projects that they wanted to work on. So it was kind of, it felt like a good time to put the cap on the rever, um, as it were, and, and sort of roll some different stuff into the minimum and see what we could get going on that. Well, I think one thing that's really interesting, um, that, that seems to be, I'm, I'm guessing maybe a, a conscious decision, um, but a lot of your pedals, not so much, I guess, the analog drive side of things, but um, things like obviously the new visitor, the the minim, um, even things like the the excess. You know, it's it's generally like two effects in one, right? You, a big idea that you can kind of blend a lot of different algorithms together or if it's not that it's things like the flat light that have you know several different types of you know of, of, of flanger in it so um i mean maybe it's worth kind of finishing up on on pedals talking about the visitor and the idea behind that because it's it's what it's a tremolo a chorus and a phaser yeah kind of switch between yeah so we've kind of um i think that 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 idea of mixing different effects to create something new, that's like at the heart of a lot of things that we try and do. So while, while playing music before old blood, um, you know, I had massive pedal boards and different effects and Seth did too. And, and you'd always stumble across a sound that was uniquely like five different effects <laughs> in yeah stacked into one and it's like there's no way to make that sound without having those five things uh, there's not a a pedal or something representative of this sort of noise um and i i think that that's one of the the things we try and mix into our pedals um is the idea that you can you can make a complicated sound, complicated effect out of this one singular unit. Um, and so Excess does that. It has <clears throat> delay chorus and then uh, a distortion, but then you can also run it in series or parallel. So you can, the parallel being uh, a pretty unique blend of modulation signal uh, and distorted signal uh, that that sit very distinctly apart from each other so um and i mentioned that because that's that's sort of where we how we got to 
the visitor and that it's this exploration of multiple modulations in parallel. So when they're going together and their controls are somewhat tied together, but they're not affecting yeah. each other, at least not in the way that you're is naturally what you would think, which is like a series. Yeah, just the stacking. Yeah, where it's one thing running into the next. No, you're hearing them on top of each other, the same notes that you're playing, being manipulated and fighting the two effects fighting each other, and then also their feedback uh, control is tied to one another. So there's just there's weird things that happen in that pedal that um, I really I I don't think you'd be able to capture out of without a very complicated rig. So that that's amazing. I love the sort of the. Um... I love how artistic the the approach is, even even to creating those sort of sounds. How you see it from a um, a real sort of uh, a creation, a sort of a, a sonic uh, creative perspective, rather than uh, rather than functionally or utility wise. As in, you know, this is uh, this is our chorus pedal that does this. This is our phaser that does the traditional things i love yeah. that, that everything everything that you seem to approach seems to be from that from that end result of creating something unique that's sonically unique not you know not ticking a box of a pedal that you have to have on your production line I and mean, that's really cool thank you thank you no, I, not at I, all i think that um we i definitely think about that like and we kind of had a run of you know, like let's let's make a phaser pedal. Well, okay. What is? But then what? Like it's a phaser, but why this phaser over any other phaser? And then sure. that's where we start getting kind of overcomplicated and weird, and and what kind of sounds can be made. That's where like the dweller comes comes up, and um, you've got these weird delay lines intermixed with the phase and it's just creating weird sounds. I don't know. That's, I, I do have that part of my brain that I'm like, we need a chorus pedal and we need, you know, if, if people want a phaser pedal, we should probably have a phaser option for them. But then we always sort of mess it up with, <laughs> with uh, <laughs> making it good. something way different. So it's like the flat light is a great flanger pedal, but it is a lot more than that, and uh, it takes takes some training for people. I, I think. yeah, I I mean, look, I, you know, it's it's a fantastic company uh, because uh, you you're you know not trying to um, to tread too much of the the beaten path, and I think that's fantastic. It, like especially for you know for for people like us, for me and Matt, when um you know when we when we get hold of pedals or we get to hear something that's coming out you know there are there are there is a new transparent drive coming out every day of yeah. of every single year and it's and it's wonderful when we get things like the Reverend when we plug them in and we're like oh uh i normally have to plug in four or five pedals to get this sort of sound like it's a it's a crazy wonderful big expansive sound and it's great when you can do that with modulation things as well um you know i'll really look forward to to checking out the new the new pedal 
uh, more. But um, yeah, well, awesome. um, that the, the, that's a that's actually about it. That's pretty much all the time we've got for on this week's episode of the Friday Special. So it has been absolutely wonderful having you on, Brady. Thanks so much for taking the time to chat with us. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, not not at all, listener. Um, obviously, I assume you know all about Old Blood Noise Endeavors, but you can check out um, Old Blood Noise Endeavors at uh, oldbloodnoise.com, where you can also purchase things from their online shop, which is still open at the moment, which uh, which is which is fantastic. So yeah. go and get yourself some cool things. <laughs> <laughs> there are even limited edition color expression sliders. Um, so, so go and get involved in that. And if you're not planning on buying anything, then I thoroughly, thoroughly recommend checking out the Old Blood Noise Endeavors Presents um, on on Spotify or Bandcamp or whatever your streaming platform is. Um, Presents Volume One for me was uh, was absolutely fantastic, um, especially the Dark Star Part One and Two that finish up the record i thought they were really really wonderful instrumental tracks and thoroughly worth giving a listen if you're looking for inspiration for weird interesting music no problem at all brady um but yes you can uh, you can check out more guitar nerds over on patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds or you can join us on any of the major social platforms with at guitar nerds and we'll be back next week with our regular episode on wednesday and another friday special on Friday. We'll catch you then for more of this guitar nerdery. Farewell. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 